2: your boy, Sean.
1: <laughs> Greetings and salutations, Wikimaniacs, and welcome back to Reddit on Wiki. We are recording for the first time since our live stream. It is I, your Pookie Bear, John. Joined by my co-host, we have the sweet prince himself, Josh Shell. What's up, bro? Hi,
0: how's it going? I missed last Monday and I don't regret it. <laughs> and you
1: shouldn't. <laughs> And to round up the crew, the man who will basically do anything for $25, it's your boy, Sean. Hi, guys. My Venmo is
2: at (laughs) S-E-A-N-S-N-T-P-O-D. Getting it in early. We have an editor. Hi, Carson. He's not going to take that out.
1: Uh, (laughs) We're going to tell him in the Slack channel to take it
0: out. Yeah, we'll be like, oh. Any mention of uh, of Sean's Venmo, just uh, edit that out. Uh, hey, Carson, <laughs> you want to make 10% on the low? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get that offer. What the fuck?
1: Because no, you keep on. editing it out. Uh,
0: <laughs> I know. I might have kept it in if I was getting 10%. <laughs> I'll think about
1: it. Speaking of the live stream, I know, like I mentioned on top of the episode, this is our first time recording since that. Boys, how how did you feel how it went?
0: It was longer than I thought it was going to go. Uh, oh, yeah. I knew it was going to go long. Yeah, I, well we always go long. <laughs> but it was good. Like we had we had tons of people come in. I, I forget how many. I wanna say three fifty in total. Sheesh. Yeah. During during the live, which is quite a bit. So it was crazy. Uh Sean made a ton of money off his Venmo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly from one person. Shout out Pow.
2: You're the o- you're the fucking best. You're the OG. Again, uh, if you want to be like Pow and be my number one fan, my Venmo is <laughs> at S-E-A-N-S-N-T-P-O-D. Wow. Thank you, Carson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went it went. I think it went absolutely well. Like I was I was really thinking the main event is gonna be the am I the assholes, but it seemed like everyone was just interested in getting to know, <laughs> which was yeah. super uh, cool.
0: It was cool, yeah, because we had planned out like six "Am I the assholes?" and then like yeah. two and two Reddit, Reddit extra stories, yeah. And then John was like, "Well, I have Q and As to fill in wherever we want it." And then everyone was like, "No, just keep going with those." And we're like, All right, <laughs> <laughs> so that's fine. I got now I have a a script basically that I can just reuse <laughs> with those stories. True so. that,
1: yeah, and. It was crazy how active our partners, spouses and girlfriends were yeah, like, they were the highlight of the show. Even our pets. I'm kind of sad Sean's uh, cat didn't make an appearance because we had everybody. <laughs> yeah. There.
0: yeah, I think the Wikimaniacs decided that our partners have to do a uh, like a partner episode where they yes. all three of them get on and react to stories. So yeah, we'll have to do something like that. Maybe, maybe later on this year, maybe like a, a, a Christmas episode or something have like a family episode where we're all on oh
2: that'd be cool that'd be cool uh i will say having my cat on the live stream will now be a patreon stretch goal (laughs) uh it won't come for you guys
0: speaking of patreon stretch goals oh yeah we hit 75 which is our next goal we did Uh, which is i think it was today we hit it which is crazy so we're doing now two am i the asshole stories every friday for the patrons only so patron exclusive uh, if you want to sign up and get double the stories now every friday you can
1: sorry i'm including something in a script real quick one second oh I leave forgot. this in
0: carson leave, yeah, this, leave in. this
1: in i am oh, totally un- unprepared i feel like a sean right now which is <laughs> well, fuck you horrible. man i'm just over here
2: <laughs> catching strays <laughs> hey carson i've thanked you how many times already and these guys have just done nothing but <laughs> shit talk me what a first impression am i right Great. Well, Now you know what get I endure, with Carson. It. You know the secrets behind this podcast. <laughs> I'm just a nice guy, and they just shit on me all day. Oh, he
1: said the magic words. Yeah. He's just an r slash nice guy. Yeah, yeah he's a nice
2: guy. All right. <laughs> he's one of
1: those. All <laughs> right, See? So See
2: again how my words get twisted.
1: <laughs> so this week's menu, we start off with a feel-good story, where we have stories sent by our patrons, Valentina and Lena, from r slash true off my chest, with the title... I keep meeting my birth mom, but she doesn't know it's me.
0: Oh, that's supposed to be a feel-good story? <laughs>
1: it, it is going to be a feel-good story. Okay. So we then have a couple of disaster day stories sent by some of our listeners via Instagram and email from our Wikimaniacs Alex, Lynn, Samara, and an anonymous listener. We do have quite a backlog of, of uh, disaster dates, so I'm going to be reading multiple stories of those. They're all pretty short, so it, it should, shouldn't should take that much time. And from there, we have another listener sent relationship advice written by one of our listeners, Polly, who is asking us for our take for something personal they are going through.
0: Oh, we're definitely qualified for that. So. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we we got someone nothing, invited actually. us to teach we, a course. I was
0: going to say, <laughs> my new bit to Siena is whenever we're in a disagreement, I'm like, I'm a professor now. <laughs> yes. I, I get final say. We're
2: published professors, I think, at this point.
0: Yes. Yeah. We are. Yeah, oh, that's correct. We got interviewed for a journal from Quebec. I don't know the name. I can't, I, can't, I don't even know if I can pronounce it. it. It's French. a French name. It and it then is. we're doing like a guest spot at uh, Penn State University for September. So
1: that's, kind of cool that is exciting speaking of that i've been asked to not
0: show up uh (laughs) for obvious reasons i guess (laughs) (laughs) i mean i dropped out of university so
1: (laughs) speaking of that that journal interview shout out to uh, leah martin who interviewed us and i I believe they're from i i don't know if i'm pronouncing this right but from la soleil in quebec so the article is in French, but you can just Google translate. And we spoke for, I'm just kidding. We didn't speak French in that episode but or that, <laughs> that interview. But uh, if you want to read that, we can provide you with the link. That was an amazing time. And thank you, Leah, for even considering us uh, being part of that interview. So that, I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. And we are going to end the episode on a high note because I want to see both of your reactions on this. It's pretty short, but we go to r slash relationship advice again, where a Redditor posted, my boyfriend thinks masturbating is cheating.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've heard that take, so it's not a a new take.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then we head to a quick break. And as usual, we have something amazing to share with This Day in History written by Cultivate's very own and last week's guest who did the smut (laughs) chef's kiss she was so into it and she was really in character so shout out to alex Underbaki, who is the host of the amazing weird distractions podcast and normally i'd actually read all the patrons on top of the episode but i'll save it for the very end because like josh said we do have 75 people now and we have a lot of stories to get to today so just stick around and we'll be able to say thank you to all our patrons who supported us but Josh, before we get started, do you happen to have any reviews or comments that stuck out to you on YouTube?
0: I honestly forgot I had to do that. <laughs>
1: That's fine. We can just edit this out.
0: My bad. I'm. I'm this is my first time back on a Monday in uh, two weeks, and I, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this. Uh, some of our favorite posts from our own
2: subreddit. Oh, oh my God. I already know which one he's going to say. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to plug our subreddit. Why are you so negative all the time? <laughs>
1: Okay, go ahead,
2: Sean. Go read okay, some of well, your favorite we have, posts. We have a subreddit. It's the official Reddit on Wiki subreddit R slash Reddit on Wiki Lounge. Or nope, just R slash Reddit no. on Wiki. <laughs> yeah. But there is a lounge where you could just talk and chat, you know, if you don't have Discord, if you don't like Discord, you could just do the chatting over on our official subreddit. There's some great stuff. People are submitting posts for petty revenge, you know, disaster dates and uh you know, other funny posts on there. I won't even mention it because John's so negative. But, yeah, there's some good stuff on
1: there. <laughs> hey, that's that's a good plug, Sean. <laughs> good Thanks. job. Yeah,
0: good job, Sean.
1: <laughs> really did a great job. All I right. Here. So <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to our first story of the day. So this is from a True Off My Chest article. And, again, shout out to the Wikimaniacs that sent this. And, it's from user No Dinner Invite, and the title reads as this I keep meeting my birth mom, but she doesn't know it's me. So she had me when she was 14, and I, 24 male, was given up for adoption. My parents told me about her growing up. I still have the letter she wrote me and that she asked if they could give it to me if they wanted. It's crazy reading it sometimes and knowing it was a literal child who wrote it saying, She's sorry she couldn't be my mommy, but she hopes I'm happy. She was open to having a contact but we moved from my dad's job when I was 11 and then it seemed impossible to find her. But luckily, I did. She's working at this small restaurant and I keep going but she doesn't know it's me. We talk sometimes and she seems like a nice lady. Sometimes when she says something like, do you want a refill, honey? Or uses another term like that, I want to tell her. I don't know why it makes me nervous, we talk sometimes and she seems really genuine. If it's not super busy, she's more open to talking about random stuff. I literally drive two hours to come eat at this place just to see her. And it's like she knows me already because I'm there once or two times a week for the past three months, so she always says hi with a big smile. But man, if only she knew. Wait, There's is that be it? An
2: update There's got to You can't know. <laughs> what initial be thoughts?
1: Because there is an update, but I want to hear okay. your initial thoughts first.
0: Uh, initial thoughts is, like, I understand, because I, if I was in the same position, I would also be nervous to say that, because, like, what do you say? How do you open that? line of dialogue right it's a very right. unique conversation to have like that's not something you have all the time and then i feel like for me the longer i go and the more times like she sees me and gets to know me i'm like oh now it's even weirder and then <laughs> i yeah, would just get I in would my be head. like, i can't tell her now it's <laughs> yeah. been months yeah and so like the longer you wait the, the more awkward it gets and, and then after you've seen them like twice a week for the past three months and then you're you're like Hey, also, I'm your your son or daughter or or whatever. Like, that's super awkward. And that gives me a lot of anxiety just thinking about trying to go through that. So I I empathize with why they haven't told her yet.
1: Sean, any takes before I give the update?
0: No, I want to hear it.
1: Okay. All right. Now, this (laughs) is how the show works, Sean. (laughs) The update is a little longer, though. So bear with me here. All right. Well, I did it. I told her. And yeah, it was pretty heavy. My heart was even beating fast. I kept trying to think how to tell her. Many of the comments on my last post here mentioned writing her a letter just how she wrote a letter for me. Originally, that was a plan, but for me, it felt like I needed to say it. Oh, really quick, I want to say thanks to everyone for their love and support, mostly to all the birth parents out there who shared their stories with me. That's what really helped me push to have the courage to confront her. It meant so much, so thanks. Everything happened day before yesterday, by the way. I did wait for her to be done with her shift and that's when she told me they were closing the restaurant already and waited in the parking lot. We said hi when she saw me first but then I told her there was something serious that she needed to know. First told her sorry for keeping it from her this long. She didn't react until I actually pulled out her letter. And she started bawling from here. Like screaming and crying at the same time. And didn't even have to finish the whole I'm your son speech. She just saw it and knew. It was crazy. Next thing I know, she's hugging me instantly, but then she pulled back and asked if it's okay to hug me. Of course it is. And we're just there hugging and crying in the parking lot. It hit her hard though. Her legs gave out for a second, so I had to actually hold her up while she's still hugging me for a minute. What really got me was her saying to me how big you got. Also, hearing her cry made me cry too. She went back to open the restaurant up. We had coffee, ate a slice of their pie inside, and talked. So many stuff we talked about. She told me the second time I came to the restaurant, she got a feeling, but for her, it was hard to believe it was me. So that feeling she had was pushed way down. Because she told me for years after I was adopted, she saw kids that would be my age and used to think they were me. Then she would be crying in public. It fucked with her mind a lot and made her depressed so she didn't want to do the same when she saw me. Getting her hopes up like that. She says I looked so much like my biological dad when he was younger though. We talked about him too. They stayed in contact with each other in case i ever reached out to one of them so it would be easier to contact the other i didn't have hope about finding my biological dad since he was never mentioned so i'm glad they both planned for this future scenario she told me about how they wanted to keep me especially my biological dad he didn't want me to be adopted but he knew they had to because they were just kids it took him a long time to get past it after i was born she told me that's why he didn't leave anything because he didn't want to believe he might not see me again it's kind of long.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's cute, but it's also like sad at the same yeah, time. That it is. They went their whole li- like his whole life without knowing him. And it sounds like they, they really did want him. to This situation. They just couldn't. Right. Yeah. Which I mean, is obviously it, that happens and, and that's, it's a very sad situation. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting me in the feels right off the bat, John.
1: <laughs> You'll get angry later. Trust me. Oh, so God, okay. it's going to be a huge <laughs> mix of emotions this episode. <laughs> so we talked for hours till almost two in the morning. She just wanted to know everything about me but her main thing was, am I happy? Were my parents good to me? Did I have a happy childhood? And I did. I told her thank you for helping me to give me this life. We both cried again. She cried the most. Everything was very emotional for her and sometimes she would look really happy but then get sad again. After my 18th birthday, she was hoping I would find her that's why she stayed in the same city. But since I didn't, she always thought maybe I resented her, wasn't told I'm adopted, or maybe had decided it was better not to have her around. It made me feel bad for not telling her sooner. She told me it's not my fault and I did write going at my own pace. And honestly, she's so sweet. The way she kept looking at me with the biggest smile, it made me emotional sometimes. Makes you think how can someone who's been a total stranger your whole life look at you with so much love. It's wild. We learned so much about each other. She asked me if we could have dinner soon to keep talking and if at some point in the future if I'm interested coming over to her house so I can meet her husband. That all sounded really great. We exchanged numbers. After I left, she sent a text telling me thank you for giving her this gift that she didn't know it would ever come. My girlfriend came over and she hugged me while I cried. I wasn't sad, by the way. These were happy tears. Everything went better than I expected. There was still emotionally heavy stuff, but I'm still glad that we got to open up to each other. That's awesome.
0: And and she's right. You have nothing to like feel bad about for going at your own pace. Like That is something that only you can know when you're ready to tell her. So yeah, yeah that's best case scenario of finding your biological parents. So- it sounds like she's open and willing to have like some sort of relationship, which might be weird at first, but it'll be nice to get to know her and and you know, just adding someone else to your family is always a good time. Yeah. Two people if like she's got a husband, so. Yeah. So yeah, getting to know them, that sounds amazing. That's Sean, any takes? Yeah. I mean, it's just super like you said heartwarming and you know, like a happy story.
2: You love a happy ending especially when the circumstances of the beginning are sad, you know? Giving up a, a baby that you do truly want to raise, but you just know would have a better life elsewhere is, I can't imagine how tough that is. Um, yeah. And for the adopted parents too, you know, I'm sure they were trying to have kids as well. And I know for some couples is like extremely hard to do. So it's just the circumstances of, of all of it, you know, could have ended up really sad and, but happy ending. Love to hear it.
1: Agreed. I think what made me happy with this is that Yes the circumstance initially was was very sad and I think the mom made a really tough choice considering her age at the time as well. What but what the positive thing that I took from this story is how emotionally intelligent this this dude is, this poster is. Yeah. Cuz he could have been very resentful from the get-go and he could have approached the situation where meeting his birth mom could be like how could you do this to me? How could you have not loved me as a kid? But instead, like, he took his time. He took, even though it, even though he took his time, he did it so he can mentally and emotionally prepare himself. And when he did finally meet the mom, he had the heart to be like, hey, I, I understand why you did what you did. You know, and yeah. still having the, the mind and the heart to be like, I still want to get to know you. I was raised by amazing parents, but you can't take the whole you're my biological mother aspect of it. And I think it's beautiful how he, he was able to express his emotions and do it so in a positive way where it's like he can still have a relationship with the mom that he or the biological mom that like he never had growing up, you know?
0: So I think you nailed it there at one point. You said he had amazing parents that took mm-hmm. care of him. And, and and I think that's where a lot of this comes from. Like they were Absolutely. open, open with him about everything. And it sounds like they raised him to have like a great life. And yeah. so that's where he's like, I don't harbor resent towards you because you gave me the best life possible. Yep. And I think that's where he's coming at it from. So he doesn't feel or well, he doesn't show that he feels uh, resentment towards her because I think he understands. And, and like I said, um, his parents that took care of him instilled him these values yep. and, and told him everything and, and, you know, prepared him for this meetup for However many, I forget how old he is, but however many years he is. So, I mean, kudos to them for being that open and, and being great parents uh, for him, for his life.
2: Yeah. So kudos to the biological mom, too. I mean, oh she yeah. did yeah. a ton of, like, sacrificing to stay in one town in the hopes yeah. of one day meeting your child is crazy. Uh, I mean, like, somebody that didn't care for that kid, you know, just could gone have gone easily moved away. You Absolutely, know I mean? yeah. Uh, they held on to hope that one day they would, and uh, it paid off in the end, and you love to
1: see that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was low-key, like, tearing up reading it. Like, not, like, <laughs> sad, but, like, man, this is this is feel Happy good. Tears. We don't even, like, we don't, because we don't get so much of those, so it's, like, anytime reading that, it's, like, it's heartwarming, so.
0: Yeah, we get the opposite of those where we're crying out of anger. <laughs> out of anger, mostly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So thank you again, Valentina and Lena, for uh, recommending this story. It, it is really feel good. So we really appreciate you. And now we are going to a bunch of disaster dates. They're all pretty short, so oh, these, no. these, these should be fun. And we can dunk on the guys now. <laughs> Perfect. So, I'm to get mad. This one, <laughs> this one is from, well, they asked to be anonymous. Sorry, I'm reading from my phone, so excuse me for a minute. So this is an anonymous sender from Instagram. They wrote, Here's my disaster date story for you guys. So a couple months ago, I invited this guy over to my place for a date. We'll call him Jim. We agreed to just watch some movies and stuff, you know, regular first date things. But for some reason, he literally would not stop trying to have a conversation with me throughout the entire movie.
0: Oh, the worst. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like first first date, right? You said? Yeah, it was first date. Yeah. yeah. So I, I get that you're trying to get to know the person. Yeah. But like. <laughs> That's one of my pet peeves: is people talking during a movie. movies. Yeah. Agreed. Who is this? Or, or like just like talking to you, but like also talking about the movie. It's
1: like, motherfucker, no, I don't know. I'm watching a yeah. movie
0: with you. Movies <laughs> are just a all around bad first date. Like,
2: if you don't know yeah. the person already, like you're just gonna sit there for two hours with a stranger.
0: Unless it's just like a hookup, I guess that's the oh, the Netflix middle ground. A, yeah, the Tinder King. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So I don't mind talking during movies, but only if it's actually about the movie or if the person has something of importance to say. This guy, without being prompted at all, just would randomly start talking about how mean his mom was and how oh, much no. he loved his car. Oh, no. <laughs> why is it always car guys? I don't know. Does he have a Jaguar or something? Is yeah. it the same guy? Are you from Utah? What, what color is your Bugatti? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> He would not stop talking about these two things to the point where I just stopped the movie and listened to him. He went on and on until I finally changed the topic. We had a decent conversation about our mutual friends and somehow it turned into talking about the LGBTQ community. I can only imagine it's takes. Yep. Uh, he, knew, <laughs> he knew I was bisexual and I could see immediately from the way he was speaking that he had some homophobia in him. Mm. Oh no. What I mean by that is that he kept using air, cro- air quotes air quotes when saying the word gay and said, I don't mind gay people. I don't want them shoved in my face, but I don't mind it.
0: Uh, buddy, I think you're sounds going like to- you the- it. Sounds like you mind it. It sounds like you mind it, bud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you're going to the wrong places if you're getting it shoved in your face. And I think at that point, you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: Needless to say, that was a very awkward date and I never contacted him again. Oh, and please keep me anonymous if you use my story, in which we did.
0: If we did, yeah. Oh, man. Like, Jesus, I would have ended the movie and said, all right, get out. <laughs> like, this is, we, we have nothing else to talk about. Um, What's up
1: with cars? You're right. What is with cars?
0: I don't know. Like, I, I think it's like a, a, some men see it as like a, a status if you have a nice car. And so, like those are the usually the type of men.
2: I have some friends that are into cars, but uh, they're not uh, anti-LG, you know, LGBTQIA
0: plus. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a joke, Sean. Okay, it was like your Utah joke. Uh, yeah, it was a yeah. wide sweeping. <laughs> yeah, I didn't well, what, mean it. But if, if you guys but- had personal Utah <laughs>
2: friends, I, I would hope that you stood up for your personal Utah friends. I'm just doing Fair. the same for mine.
0: Yeah. Why is everything um, a fight today, guys? I can't <laughs> say anything over here. We're on edge. We're on edge. It's a Monday. For we don't usually record Monday, on Mondays.
1: Man. We don't record yeah, Mondays.
2: <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, you made, the, you made the right choice in never contacting them again. Hint, Wikimaniacs, if they put gay in air quotes, move on. Uh, move on. They're probably not going to be a good friend or spouse or just energy to have around. Because uh, I don't know how you could air quote Gay and be serious.
0: Uh, yeah, what does that mean? Is he like, oh, they're not like they're not real, or is like is that what? That does means does he think gay people aren't gay? I'm yeah. confused. I don't know what the air quotes
2: means, but there's no positive no. Uh, meaning behind an air
0: quote. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> should have done straight quotes back at him. He's like, oh, straight. <laughs> people. I don't like straight people. <laughs> 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 if anything, that's face. probably more true. <laughs> <laughs> it is honestly like it's it is the culture of society and like there is way more straight media than there is gay media and like I'm just
2: saying like the the if you want to get philosophical behind it you know and like scientific being straight is probably more of a social construct than you know and is more fake than being gay or yeah. fluid wow. it is to be honest honestly. animals be fucking anything bro they don't do. care you ever
0: had a, a male dog? <laughs> oh, yeah. Obi humps me
1: bro. all the time. I have a TikTok of Obi <laughs> humping the shit out of me. A lot exactly. of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. They don't care. Yeah. yeah. Well, so
2: if we're doing sexuality in air quotes, it can only be straight in air quotes. Exactly. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> that's that's my my verdict. That's the best take you've ever had, Sean.
1: <laughs> Dropping and you guys all say social. have a lot of
2: good ones, to be honest. So I'm not taking that as a...
1: <laughs> you <laughs> you, you drop the gem there, my guy. So yeah. it's good. All right. So moving on to the next disaster date, this one comes from Instagram as well and from our listener, Alex. Not our Alex from last week, but another Wikimaniac, Alex. There's more than one? Well, I mean, it's just, you know, like recency bias, Josh. Mondays are not a good day to
0: record, guys. I've been mean to Sean. I felt I had to turn it on to you, John.
1: Just be nice,
0: Josh. No, <laughs> we're, mean to the, we're mean to the Wikimaniacs,
2: not each other. Don't let them tear <laughs> us apart.
1: <laughs> so Alex wrote, Hi, I've been listening to you guys for a few months now. Found y'all on TikTok and I have a disaster date story. First off, thank you. So a little over a year ago, I had met this guy on Bumble and things were going great at first and was super stoked to meet him. Or so I thought. Just like your last disaster date story, his pics were from years ago. And since it was the first date, I limit touching... To waves and a side hug, if I'm into you. Good call. Fair. Call out to the Utah episode again. I think that's what they were referring to.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah.
1: So this man pulls me into a bear hug and kisses my cheek, trying uh. to kiss my lips. A
0: little Ooh. intense, right off the bat. Very uh, intense.
1: They, they don't have any boundaries. Like they're just going in for. Oh my God. No. Yeah, sense that's of too space much. Whatsoever. It
0: is. Like start with start with a handshake. Go from there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, a hug is you know like. I mean? Probably the most that you should do, like, first date, you know? Even then, like, I've... would consent, of course. Like, is it okay to hug you, like, type of stuff. I don't know. I don't go on dates, so I wouldn't know. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was going to say,
0: it it probably depends on how long you've been talking before this. Like, it's a first date. And then, like, how comfortable you both feel. But even then, I'd probably avoid it just off the bat.
1: Makes sense. All right. So, I didn't think that he was trying to kiss me, but the kiss on the cheek was a bit much for me. So luckily, we went to an outdoor mall in my neighborhood, and we were walking around. This man wanted to hold my hands and walk together arm in arm, not my thing to do on a first date. This guy was very touchy-feely, and I was getting uncomfortable. I understand maybe in his culture, the kiss on the cheek could be a thing, but didn't put put much thought in it. Wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. I was wrong to do so. Not even 10 minutes in, this man was all over me and ignoring my boundaries. Mm, That's gross. It is. I told him that I would prefer him not to touch me like that and to respect my space. Not even 10 minutes after telling him, he was snuggling up on me, trying to kiss me. Jesus. So I... Yeah, mean, that's
0: that's assault at that point. It is. Like, yeah. You you clearly, you, I mean, you were generous enough to give him, like... The courtesy up, and the benefit
1: like, of the doubt, you know? The
0: benefit of the doubt, but as soon as you said it, you laid out the boundaries and said, hey, no, I'm not comfortable with that, and then he continued to do so. Like, that's, that's fucked up. Like, that's... Instantly not okay. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> so I immediately text my girlfriend, 911, get me out of here. She calls within five minutes, pleading for me to pick her up from whatever the emergency was. He had overheard and was very adamant about me staying, and I told him what she said, so he pulls me into a bear hug and kisses me. Oh. I'm already trying to turn my face, but catches it anyways. I told him no, and I left. I took a complicated but safe route back to my car. To put in parentheses, mind you, I had mace and my keys in my hand in my pocket the whole time. If we weren't in a public space, I feel this situation would be very different. Thankfully, I've been with my boyfriend for a few months now and is my biggest protector. I love him for that because the creeps are real over here. Lesson of the story, meet in public spaces, be prepared with an exit strategy, be prepared in general, and very much aware of your surroundings. From Alex. Yeah.
0: I mean, (laughs) like this is something we hit on a lot. It's, it's sad that you have to have all those things prepared yes, for going all those, on a date. I was
2: thinking that exact shit, like all those yeah. tools, exit plan.
0: Because I've been on like quite a few first dates and like I've had exit strategies for if it's awkward, not if it's uh, uncomfortables like that way, like completely different scenarios. Like I'm never in danger. I'm just in danger of a awkward social situation where you're like women are in danger <laughs> of... Well, that was basically sexual assault. And we'll, it we'll call it what it is. Um And so that's scary. That's scary that they have to deal with that.
1: And the sad part is, oh, not the sad part. Actually, the scary part for me is if this guy is so willingly wanting to, like, bend the rules and, like, take advantage of the situation in public, how, like, I don't know what else yeah. this dude can do, like, in a private setting or if you guys were, like, isolated somewhere. It's That's scary to think about.
0: It's a, it's a good idea. Like, I'm, I always say, like, I'm a big proponent of coffee dates, first date, mm-hmm. because like you know, it can be quick, it can be long, depending on how long it's in a public spot, and then you get coffee. It's a it's a win-win-win. Like there are obviously other like it's just an example. You could do like a park or, or something similar, but that's a, I'm always an advocate for that because that's at least somewhere where there's a lot of people around. It's, a, it's usually a centralized location where if you need your friends to come pick you up or or be there for you, it's a spot where you can just say. I'm here and they'll immediately know. So that's my, one of my biggest recommendations for a first yeah. date.
1: Sean, question. I know both of us, I think we both mentioned that, like, we didn't go on much dates. So, like, have you ever been in a situation where, like, yeah, one I'm of You fucking your... out me like that. <laughs> no, Jeez, I mean, like... I think, cr- nah, I think you
0: did that to yourself, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> you did yeah. That too, but, I mean, that's good. Yeah. That
1: we found the one, like, right away, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, just, that's a compliment for us, to be honest. Have you ever been in a situation where, like, one of your, uh, like, girlfriends, like, was like, hey... I have, a, like, a creepy guy, like, can you help me out type of shit? Like, have you heard from that from, like, your circle of friends? Uh, not,
2: like, to a crazy extent or anything. Like, we'll, there will be times where are at, like, the club or the bar or whatever, and, like, one of my wife's girlfriends who, after 10 years, they're pretty much your friends too, uh, you know, is, like, kind of giving the eye signal, like, this dude oh, is not it. We got to yeah. get out of there. And then we'll, we'll do the, you know, one of me or the other boyfriends or husbands will do the fake boyfriend thing. Like, oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Or just, like, kind of get them out of that situation. But, like, nothing where I've had to, like, drive somewhere to, like, pick them up from, like, a bad date, thankfully. Again, these bad dates,
1: I'm glad I never had to go through them. Jesus Christ. Yeah, me and John
2: skipped the whole internet dating phase <laughs> oh, of of the internet. Yes. Yeah, you we lucked would. out. It's uh, a- I, I was just by, like,
0: a year. And then that would have been, like, the thing.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm only, only
0: like two years younger than you guys so it's not it's not far (laughs) but yeah i mean you guys found your your significant others early so
1: yeah so that's all right moving on to another disaster date this one is from lynn sent to us on our email and this time it's a creepy disaster date that she was she went through once several years ago so now Mm -hmm. this is another dating app so we had bumble already now we're going to tinder Right. When are they
0: going to sponsor us? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know if we've had any good stories from Bumble no. or
0: Timber for no. them
2: to want to sponsor us.
0: I, I found Hinge was the best, but even then, it was like they're all Hinge's, the same once you get into it. Hinge is where the woman
2: gets to choose, right? No, or that's Bumble.
0: Bumble, but Hinge has like prompts, so you kind of know who they are beforehand, which is like okay, like good. You can usually suss out a few people so, before some, you message them. <laughs> some sort of personality traits. Yeah, exactly.
1: I think one time my wife forced me to use, like, Bumble with friends before. Cause she's like, <laughs> she's you know like how, John, like, you you're a lonely friends. piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you should, you should have Wait, a hobby.
2: Bumble for friends? Yeah, they have yeah. A thing you could do? Yeah. It is. Like, I'm not trying to fuck, I just, I need friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. Adult friend
1: finder actually. No, it literally
0: is. <laughs> they <laughs> honestly just need to make it, like, a separate app, so I think it's less stigmatized, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Because like, like you have to turn on the feature, like you're just looking for strictly like friends. Yeah, that's fucking
0: awesome. I didn't know that was a thing. It is. It is. It, and and like like it would be way better if it was like like a it alone alone. separate app. Yeah. Looked way different because you like you still have to sign up for Bumble, so it looks sus suspect. <laughs> so yeah, good idea.
1: Yeah. Newsflash: I still don't have friends, so that didn't work <laughs> for me. <laughs>
0: they were right here, Dick.
1: <laughs> well, like. Friends that I can yeah, meet Yeah, I even in visited person. you, you ass. Uh, that's yeah. true. Sean, you know what? I'm actually talking to my wife about going to Houston, all right? So hush. I'm going to see Do you it. soon. All right? Nice. Jesus Christ. Anyways, so this one is from a story. Uh, this is from Lynn, and it goes as this. I went out with a guy I matched with on Tinder. The first thing he said to me when he got to the bar was, oh, your hair is straight? I said, yeah, he said. Your profile picture showed one with curly hair. I thought that was your natural hair. Bummer. I said, (laughs) I curl it, but naturally straight hair. We proceeded to order food and drinks, and he was going on about games, video games, and computer games. I couldn't get a word in. But he also gave me a weird look when I told him I didn't play video games. He got up up to use a washroom, and the lady at the table next to me said, Oh, honey, just get up and go. You have nothing in common. (laughs) (laughs) You met on the internet, right? I told her. Yes, but I feel bad ditching someone while they're in the washroom. He later comes back and sits next to me when he was previously sitting across from me. Oh,
2: hate that. That's the worst. Yeah.
1: He started being- Unless there's a
2: TV and y'all want to watch the TV while you eat. Yeah. Then then I can- Uh, Even then. (laughs) even then it feels weird
1: yeah (laughs) he started being very weird and touchy so i called the waitress over for the bill i paid mine and got up quickly and said i had to leave he tried to follow me and tell me to come over to his place but i told him no thanks it was the first time in a long time that i literally ran for the bus across the street he proceeded to send me six long paragraphs about how well we would have been together and that i only teased him and left i apparently (sighs) owed him an apology. I never responded.
0: This could be on our slash nice guys. It Holy is, shit. Yeah, this guy fucking sucks. You really missed out on me. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> level n- 98 in Halo. <laughs> when are they going to stop for-
2: going for guys that go out to the bars and stuff? I stay home. I'm loyal. I'm
0: gaming. You know, you'll never catch me in the club. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I don't get it. Like you can have your own hobbies and be like not have your partner play video games. You know what I mean? They don't have yeah. to so like him looking down on you for not is is weird right off the bat
2: also him um, going on and on for video yeah. games before asking like oh like do you like games yeah uh that's <laughs> that should have been reverse right like you could have just fucking talked about some other shit
0: i'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that part maybe he's socially awkward doesn't understand which is you know oh that's, that's fine fair. like it's fair it's when he started sitting next to you and then like pulled the nice guy routine where it was like oh you missed out like <laughs> could have been good what together is, kind of thing like just sitting
2: next to you energy after the washroom is so strange i was gonna yeah. say
1: did he go like, in why would bathroom? you change your
2: mid-meal bro <laughs> like why did you ch- did you move your fucking plate and glass with you too <laughs> like
0: oh, i just- hate that that I, makes me so cringe
1: <laughs> as, as someone who plays a lot of like role-playing games rpgs he probably went to the fucking bathroom gave him a pep talk in the mirror a leroy jenkins style <laughs> increase his charisma by like 90 percent <laughs> so he had the fucking gall to go and be like hey girl i'm gonna sit next to you the rest of the meal." he's like things
0: the-
2: aren't going well i need to take it up
0: a notch <laughs> yeah i wonder why she's not into it i haven't asked her one thing about herself yeah and commented on her curls right away which by the way i picture her profile having like one picture with curls the rest with straight hair and he was like She's got curls. <laughs> and that just went with that picture for the rest of it. Like, <laughs> what the fuck?
2: <laughs> I mean, even if you think that, that's something you keep to yourself. But
0: I do have a question. Like, do these people not have text conversations beforehand to, like, kind of figure out about each other? That was always some. my go-to. was, like, to at least talk to them for a few days to be like, okay, we have some sort of compatibility. You know what I mean?
1: Damn, I feel Josh like sometimes you
2: could just be... <laughs> I know, I know some like people with like fucking Twitter fingers. They're super confident online, blah, blah, blah. Awkward. Push like push comes to shove like in person. Super like shy, you know, awkward. Don't really know how to give the same energy as you did online.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's fair too. So they could just be, you know, acting like a. But the text message
2: afterwards, inexcusable. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the sitting, the whole thing is really inexcusable. <laughs> you know, you know. I was just giving an excuse for just general, for non-people besides this guy. But everything this man has done is...
0: Like I said, in a vacuum, if he was just talking about himself because he's like awkward and doesn't really understand social cues, that's fine. But when you combine it with everything else, it just seems like he's kind of narcissistic and, oh, and yeah. just loves talking about himself. So, yep. I mean... Kind of, kind of shitty. Not that I'm diagnosing uh, him as <laughs> a narcissist. I again. apologize. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Tendencies. He has narcissistic tendencies. Something <laughs> <There> like <laughs> that. Go. I was gonna again. Say, like uh, we used oh. to say this at the beginning,
2: like with our old format. We're not experts at anything. When we say things, (laughs) take it with a grain of salt. Uh, We're just friends, and we've made some friends on the internet that listen to us. But we're not doctors. Uh, I mean, you could tell me for sure. Future professors,
1: though. (laughs)
2: We're
0: professors, baby. We are published professors. professors, Let's
1: go. I was going to say, like, that. I also call out to and shout out to, like, waiters and waitresses. Like, that's, like, something (laughs) part of the jobs that they don't, like, get advertised for but a lot of times with these like disaster date stories and even like watching like true crime shows on like hln or something i've always seen like how waiters would always be like hey like is this guy being a creep or is this guy being yeah. like weird for them to have a wherewithal to be like hey yo, it ain't working maybe you should just dip you know and we'll cover for you type of shit like
2: wait was that a waiter or just like a, a lady
0: sitting next to them was a waiter wasn't it was it? a
1: waitress yeah. yeah oh my bad yeah it's like that's not part of their job description and they're getting paid like shit so like you know
0: i mean to be honest if i was a waiter that would be like it, it is a shitty job there are tons of shitty parts about that job and like yeah like you said underpaid obviously under, underappreciated overworked but that would be my favorite part of the job is is eavesdropping on conversations <laughs> <laughs> so i feel it a bunch of different podcasts happening yeah exactly you could do like uh I'm trying to think of like what would be a good podcast name. Just um, the t- just the tip. No, oh, no. that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like whispers from the waiter waiter or something Ooh, like that. Okay. That sounds something sexual. Like that. that sounds and like Just the tip
2: doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> And just the tip doesn't, John?
1: Move on. We're right, moving let's move on. on from this. Okay, we're going to our last disaster date story and then I'm not going to lie to you guys. It will get sad for one story and then we'll end it on a on a funny note. So, okay. This one is from one of our listeners, Samara, and I'm actually going to read what they they DM this first because I think Sean will appreciate this. Hi guys, greetings from Brazil. Shout out to Brazil. We actually had a lot of Brazil uh, listeners in the uh, live stream. So shout out to all of y'all. After listening to today's episode, I felt inspired to write you guys. I discovered the podcast on TikTok and I, as a big fan of other people's gossip, like our future... Is waiter, Josh taking
0: pictures of Ringo? I'm uh, doing a video for the intro. There you go. <laughs>
1: She's on uh,
2: Multitasking,
0: what a kick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as a big fan of other people's gossip, I became a fan immediately. Thank you for making such a fun podcast and whenever Sean and John wants to feel objectified, let me know. From your uh, first fan from Brazil, Samara.
0: All right, Samara. So I'm letting the, you know
1: right now.
2: I'm
0: ready. The, the, <laughs> the tides are turning, and I'm I'm for it. Where they're objectifying you guys now.
1: No, just objectify Sean. I'm good. Like my ego is okay.
0: And your wife will hunt them <laughs>
1: down. My, uh, my wife will find
2: you. I'm so sorry. My and, ego um, can will never be
1: satiated. <laughs> <laughs> and they taught us a word for Brazil, and it's called it's the word fofoca which is gossip in Brazilian, I believe. Ooh, Portuguese, uh, my guy. Oh, Portuguese. Sorry. Cut that out, please. Brazilian. <laughs> no, keep right. it in. <laughs> no, you you no, guys Portuguese. have me say so much dumb I shit. I am so sorry. <laughs> I am an idiot. And I watch 90 Day Fiancé all the time. Like, there's so much <laughs> from Brazil. And I should have known it's Portuguese. I'm so sorry. And I do have Fofoca to tell. It's a disaster date from 12 years ago, and it still makes me face palm. That was an emoji. Oh, no. so. This happened 12 years ago when I was a naive 18-year-old and haven't had much experience. And they put, uh, excuse my typos, English is not my first language. We don't even know how to speak English, so sorry. Oh, yeah, good. Well, I can it's- barely. I
0: stutter through most of my yeah. <laughs> readings.
1: So. My first language,
2: I'm still trash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was dating this guy for a few weeks, and after a few dates, we decided it was time to finally have some fun alone time.
2: Hell oh, yeah, Samaria. Yeah, Hell let's yeah. go. Let's well, go. <laughs> good start, but now that I not, know this yeah, is a disaster date, not, I, might, yeah. I might take it back. I'll yeah, take it back. Retract, I'll take retract, it back,
1: yeah. Well, we were so, 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 so awkward. So awkward <laughs> that he decided to chit-chat right in the middle of sex. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. So not
2: what dirt- do you want to watch after this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not dirty talk. Chit-chat. But not like, oh, did you see the rain yesterday? But like, hey, did you know that Mary has cancer again? Oh, no. (laughs) Right when I was getting on top of him. Oh, that's a mood killer. Instantly. (laughs) And I did not know that. I was like, what? I could have said to him, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) But no, being an 18-year-old inexperienced idiot, I just continued to try to do something. But all I could think about was my friend. I remember him asking me a few moments later, do you like that? But the cancer and <laughs> but the cancer and his Sean will appreciate this and his micro D stopped me from feeling anything. Oh
0: yeah. Oh micro <laughs> You're on your own with that fist bump Sean. Uh,
1: no. Yeah, you're all alone on that. And that's the story of the worst date I ever had. I love you oh, guys. Oh my oh my god, god. That is
0: the worst Looking funny sex talk i've ever heard
2: <laughs> i can imagine like if he brought up like the rain or whatever try to you know like distract himself take that as a compliment if you will uh he needs something to distract himself but don't go with a sad story
0: don't <laughs> yeah i mean i i get maybe he's like maybe i gotta nervous, think about something else yeah awkward and like is like okay well let's let's think of something else so then he just blurts out Dude. the first thing that comes to his head and it's like oh you know, mary has cancer <laughs> oh
1: <Whoa>, what <laughs> yeah. I and think Mer a trooper though. Right? She's like, I'm still rocking this shit. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, hey, I'm gonna get mine. She's gotta get hers. She's yeah, gotta uh, get yeah, hers. Yeah, there you Respect go. Respect to
2: that. Respect. Holy... I mean, Jesus unless he butter. was not having it, but it's—I'm sure he was because he was saying, "You like that?" Five seconds
1: later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, our friend has cancer. Also, do you like this? <laughs> do you like this? Do I like that she has cancer, or do I like what's going on right now? Because uh, either or, I'm open. Man.
1: Because yeah, mic- no to both. <laughs> <laughs> it's the micro D that fucking killed me. Bro. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, Samara. And all the other Wikimaniacs, uh, Lynn, yes. Alex, and the Anonymous Sender for sending all your disaster dates.
0: I love disaster dates. These are great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hopefully cleared out a bunch of our queue. I'm sure we have some more, so we're going to get to it. But... Here's when things kind of get a little sad, guys. So this is a relationship advice that one of our listeners, Polly, sent to us. And uh really want to hear your takes because they wanted to hear our takes as well. Okay. So, Polly wrote, hey, guys, I'm a huge fan of your TikTok video slash podcast. So I thought I'd write in to get your opinion on my situation. I've already changed all names for, oh, I can't say this word, anonymity. <laughs> I've already changed all <laughs> names for- at anonym- anonymity, so no worries. God damn it! That was a struggle. Oh, it was. You can keep that. You can put that on a shirt. Yeah. Anonymity. Anonymity. Yeah.
0: It's like a graphic shirt where it's just ends and a's all. Over. <laughs> Holy fuck! How do you say that? We don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't know. So you can call me Polly, and I am twenty-six year old female. I'm currently dating 32 year old Jeff male, and he's literally everything I've ever wanted in a man. He's tall, handsome, kind, and extremely funny. I've always been plus size and never thought someone like him would be attracted to me. So when he asked me out a little over a year ago, I honestly thought it was a joke. But it wasn't and we've been happy together ever since. The issue, which I've already alluded to, is that I'm fat and therefore conveniently unattractive while he is actually very conveniently attractive. I'm actually fine with my appearance but I recognize my size means I'm not really someone who he wants to bring around his friends or family or post about on social media, which mm. I get.
0: Is, is that, you're probably going to get to it, but is that like what actually is happening? Is he not doing that stuff or is that what she thinks is happening?
1: Let's find out some more. Okay. Yeah, it kind of stung when he first told me he didn't want anyone to know we are together. Okay, oh, boo. Okay, yeah. Boo Immediately answered man. my question.
0: Uh, yeah, fuck him.
2: Yeah, what the fuck? If someone doesn't like you for you, all of it,
0: then get out. Yeah. I I mean, like, I'm the out-of-shape one in in our relationship. Like, Sienna runs and and is super in shape, and uh, we're both fine with who we are. And so, like, (laughs) if, if she stopped working out, like, that would be completely fine. And if I... Well, I I have put on weight since we've been together. Hey, that's happy <laughs> and weight, my guy. It is happy weight. And and I'm and happy she's as like, fuck. <laughs> she's completely fine with it. Like she's she's she loves me for me, not exactly. my body. And you and know what that's what it should be.
1: When I first read this too, what kind of took me aback was her first few senses were like, I know this is me. I acknowledge me. I'm confident yeah. about me. But when this guy is in a picture, like her confidence goes away. Like it almost seems like yeah the validation is needed for her. And it's kind of an asshole move for his part for not even being proud that that's your girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not even
0: validation. It's just the confidence that that your partner loves you for you. Exactly. And, and that, I mean, that's the bare minimum, right? Yeah. And, and so th- now that she knows she's not getting that, that's, I mean, that's obviously a blow to confidence. Like that would, that would shatter any of us if we heard that True. from our partners. And yeah. So yeah, that is sad. It gets You're worse.
1: Right. It gets worse. It kinda stung when he first told me he didn't want anyone to know we are together. But I've been treated worse by guys before, so if he would rather keep our relationship just between us, um, I can that respect is- that as long as he treats me well and is loyal. Oh boy. My big issue right now is how he acts when he is out with friends. I always see videos of him with his female friends with his arms around them and just a bit too close for comfort when they're out. His girlfriends are really pretty and totally not doing anything wrong. Since they have no idea, he's taken. Even then, he's usually the one who looks to be initiating the physical contact. Just last weekend, his best friend posted an Instagram story where Jeff was nibbling on a girl's ear in a club. No, Okay, yeah, that's this guy. Like, Jeff sucks, dude. Yeah, sucks.
0: I've been I've been quiet this whole time listening to that. But these are all infuriating things that's happening. Like as soon as he tells tells you or she tells you whatever relationship you're in, like this is for they all our listeners. Secret. If they tell you they want to keep your relationship a secret. They're going to cheat or they're they're going to do something like that. Because what other reason would there be, right? Unless you're some sort of witness protection program. But uh, even then, like... doubt that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and so, like, the bare minimum is just being proud of who you're with and telling everyone, like, you love them and and you want to show your love for them. So, yeah, this guy does not care for you, which is probably very hard to hear. But, yeah,
1: uh, sorry. (laughs) No, you're good. And I know. So just, just last weekend, his best friend posted an Instagram story where Jeff was nibbling on a girl's ear in a club. It made me feel horrible. I brought it up when he got to my house the next day for a movie date and he told me it was nothing to worry about and he just had to sell his single guy image to his friends so they didn't no. question him no. about his relationship status. He always told me I had no right to tell him who can and can't be friends with, which I never did. Like I said, I don't think his friends did anything wrong. It's him I had the problem with. I'm not stupid, and you're I know Very this is mature. A, you're very,
2: very mature. Uh, very. Well, but very mature in the fact that you're not blaming the girls, which I feel like could happen. Like you blame the other person for cheating and stuff. But like I've been single uh, for most of my life. I, I don't think I was nibbling on friends' ears to sell the <laughs> single guy no. what image.
1: what do you need to do that for? Like, what's the I point of selling? I anyone. A, I don't single yeah, guy I image.
2: You could just hang out and be normal and look like a single guy i don't know
0: yeah and i mean like she is right not to blame the girls because they don't know he's in a relationship because he's keeping the secret and all blame is on him at this point jesus
1: i'm not stupid and i know this is a weak excuse but i'm wondering how much room i have to push him on this issue he says he never hooks up with these girls or crosses any lines with them but it seems to me some lines have already been crossed i give him a lot of leeway because i know how much hate he would get for being with me and I'm a person with feelings too. I don't want to be some side chick stuck at home while he gets to do whatever he wants. I asked him if he'd be okay with me going out and sucking on another guy's ear, and he got pissed. I would even bring that up and <laughs> ask if I've been thinking Loud. about
2: Fuck cheating on him. Say that last word. Sorry, bro. we were yelling. I'm sorry. Yeah, we were yelling.
1: <laughs> I asked him if he'd be okay with me going out and sucking on another guy's ear, and he got pissed. I would even bring that up and ask if I've been thinking about cheating on him. What?
2: Dude. Uh, like, Look in the fucking mirror. This doesn't take a genius to be like, oh, if I think that way, I'm actually nibbling on ears. Does she think I want to cheat? You know, like fucking use your head for two seconds.
0: Well, and I mean, it's classic. Like he's he's gaslighting her into thinking that he's the victim. Right. And I mean, she seems smart enough to realize that that's not what's happening. But like, man, it is just tough because like you sound like a very nice individual and like that's all that should matter right like you're a good person and like you care about who you're with you just need to find someone who will do that and who will accept you for who you are no matter like what weight what size what mm-hmm. height and that's all like this is just a very it's not a relationship and in his no. own words like he's keeping it secret from everyone but you two and so it's not a real relationship you know what i mean like yep. it,
1: i'm gonna finish the last yeah. sentence and then our yep. last paragraph I don't know what to do. I don't want him to break up with me because I know it's not really going to be better with anyone else. I'm not even saying he has to tell his friends about me, but I think I should be able to ask him to respect me even when he's not with me. Am I wrong? You guys seem very level-headed. What do you think I should do? Continue the conversation or just be grateful he's with me at all?
2: Wait, this was a personally, like, this a Wikipedia? Pers- this is a personal... Oh, I thought they sent no, a they Reddit wrote story. this and sent this <laughs> yeah. to us. Oh, I... You gotta get out of there. Paula. Uh, yeah.
1: Pauly, yeah. you gotta
0: leave. You said that there wouldn't be anyone better, but I can promise you even being by yourself and loving yourself, like that is better. Not saying that guy will come along or girl, whoever you, you want to be with, not saying they will come along, but just even being happy and, and with yourself and, and by yourself like that, that is rewarding as well. And I've come to learn that as someone who's been single, a lot of their twenties, like you can be happy and by yourself. And I find that when you're comfortable with yourself, you've, you know what you're looking for because you you know how to love yourself. And so if you if you know how to do that and you're comfortable with that, then you know how to find someone else who will love you mm-hmm. the way that you love yourself. And so that's something that you need to look out and find. It is tough to be alone, but at some points you got to realize that this is very a very toxic relationship and there's there's almost no way this gets better. Yeah. John,
2: any I would say, you know, like in the beginning, like, you know, you said you were like fine with how you look. Uh, You said that you're not, I think you're trying to say conventionally attractive. And I got to say, just throw all that shit out the window. Uh, I'm very 100% sure you're an attractive person. Just because he's telling you like that he doesn't want to be seen with you and stuff. Don't let that get into your head that you're not the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's his own
0: insecurities. That has nothing to do with you.
2: Yeah. And even if you are overweight i'm overweight uh you know i think i'm hot shit you know what i'm saying so like you are hot shit truly like it i appreciate it boys (laughs) uh but it's just like you know you don't have to as as much as i like to make the joke about chris hemsworth and that's kind of like an like a joke i make all the time like yeah it's a bit i'm i'm truly you know happy with myself regardless if i get fit or if i get bigger like either way i'm happy with who i am and how i look and I know it's not always that easy to do and to say those things, but being with this person isn't going to help you get there. Uh, so I would say, you know, my advice, not that I'm qualified to give any is to leave the fuck out of this guy. He sucks ass. He sucks. Absolute ass. He's trash. And, uh, get on a journey to being able to where you're not just fine with how you look, uh, To where you're you're happy with how you look and like, you know, kind of just like a self-love journey. Everybody needs to go through that. And uh, I don't think there's any there's like I said, there's no way you could find that in yourself while you're with this guy. And that's reason enough.
1: Yeah. And I wanted to like extend like the stuff that Sean said already. First off, absolutely leave the guy. And it, it makes me sad that you said in some of the stories or in the story that you've said that it seems like you can't find anyone better. Which is absolutely false. Yeah. Even if it's like finding your, like what Josh mentioned earlier, like even if finding happiness within yourself first, that should possibly be like the first priority. And everything has been said by these guys already. And I, and I absolutely 100% agree with all the advice they gave. Self-love is the best love. And you already said that you have the glimpse of happiness within yourself. Foster that. Keep that fire going with you, girl. Like if you feel like you're hot, like you're hot shit, you are hot shit. Don't let a man dictate how you perceive yourself when you're confident in you, girl, you confident in you, you know, and if someone is ashamed or like wants to be secretive about your relationship, that's not a type of partner you want to be in life. You want a partner that will look at you every single day, even if like you're not wearing makeup or if your hair is all messy or you're wearing some raggedy ass clothes like I always look bummy all the time.
0: Or you have a shitty mustache.
1: Or shitty mustache, (laughs) handlebars, beard, or you can't grow a beard like us. You know, like, fuck. You know, it's (laughs) your partner has to look at you and say, like, you are the best thing that ever happened to me. And you are the most beautiful thing in this world. I don't give a damn if Gal Gadot like, walks in front of my door. I will pick you 10 out of 10 times type of shit. And you want the world to know that. All right. And and leave because you deserve so much better. And yeah. this guy is not worth your time. This guy is not worth your love. Any affection that you give, give it back to yourself. Because once you have that in you, that you love yourself, this man ain't shit. And you're gonna realize yep. that the moment you start thinking about yourself first. So that's that was that well was th- that was our mic drop. Like that was the angry <laughs> part of us. Um that was fucking, I, I can't, guys. Like I'm the I'm worst. legit angry about that.
0: I don't even know if I was angry. I was just kind of like, it's a sad situation. And Like I know a lot of people are in that situation where they feel they need to be with their partner, but it's not like the best for yourself, for yeah. yourself, love and and your journey. So yeah, I mean, we all you guys already said it. Also, <laughs> just yeah, just leave them and love yourself, and and you'll someone someone better will come along. I, I can Absolutely. promise you that.
1: Absolutely. All right. Last story before. Uh, we're gonna try to end it on a high note because I do want to. It's a long
2: one, bro. It is, it is long. long.
1: <laughs> it's a long episode.
2: I told you from the, the, the beginning. The Wicked Maniacs do love the long.
1: Ones. They do love they the do long, long yeah. episodes. This last story is from R slash Relationship Advice, titled "My Boyfriend Thinks Masturbating Is Cheating." <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Wait and her her boyfriend. Yes. Okay.
1: But it's a question. My boyfriend thinks masturbating is cheating. <laughs> And this one is from user throw r a underscore mass cheat. Okay, this (laughs) seems really weird. But this is my first relationship and not his. So that's why I'm asking here. My boyfriend says masturbating (in parentheses not watching porn, not using toys, just regular masturbating is cheating. He said the only pleasure we should be getting (laughs) is from each other. And if we're horny, we should have sex or take a cold shower.
0: <laughs> Cold shower. What is he oh, like? What, that Kellogg's they? guy who's like masturbation is a sin. You'll go blind. I'm gonna make the shittiest cereal alive so the kids won't masturbate. Wait, Kellogg said that? Yeah, Kellogg's was very anti-masturbation.
2: Oh. oh, I didn't know. Oh
0: god. Yeah, look that up. That should be a today wiki history someday. Oh
1: my gosh, I'm I,
2: I, flakes So if Jesus Christ. <laughs> A random, but I know that there's like drama between Kellogg and Post and the doctors and founders between the both. They have like a whole documentary on it. I I said that weird documentary. But yeah, there's a lot of like fights and fires and blah, 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 drama. So if you're into that, that Kellogg versus Post.
0: It's a thing. Damn.
1: Oh my God. So it's not like he knows when I masturbate. I can still do it whenever I want, but it makes me feel insanely guilty now. Like I don't even feel good. Also, because he doesn't masturbate, he wants it all the time and I feel like that's all I am to him sometimes. I know I'm not, but it's the fact that every time he's horny, I need to have sex with him. That is just killing our regular romance, I feel. He treats (laughs) He treats me well, though, and does really love me, of course. What do you think about this? I want to discuss the masturbation thing with him, but I think he'll recognize I haven't stopped masturbating and dumped me because it's like cheating to him. Help?
2: So ah. this is what I'll say. I'll say this is one of the rare occasions where, not, where, where, well, at least where I'm not like break up with his ass. Uh, I will no. say it's not completely strange to think about because I feel like a lot of people have this take. But I will say I bet you it'll do wonders if you'll just be like take a cold shower, bud. Uh, <laughs> it's not happening.
0: Yeah, tell them wants to have sex. <laughs> yeah, you don't. just keep
2: doing that. <laughs> just every time, you know, unless you're super in the mood for it, just be like take a cold shower, bud. Then he'll be like, "I think
0: I have to beat it. I think I gotta do it." <laughs> I agree with you, Sean. That it's not like a, a complete just break up, but it's definitely a conversation where you're. Yeah, like, it's a
2: it's a conversation for Cause sure. Because
0: like you have different needs and different times you need it, and like I get if he doesn't want to masturbate, that's his choice, uh, that, and that's fine. That's completely yeah, fine. You can't implement uh, that on and other I can people. understand where he's coming from because he's probably. Sorry, Sean. He's probably like, like Christian, like hardcore Whoa. Christian values no, where it's like <laughs> masturbation is put up there as a sin with like sex before marriage or something like that. And so he probably views it that way. Which is like, dude, you're having sex before marriage if that's the case, bro. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah you well, gotta true, pick yeah. you
0: can't pick and choose what you can't, kind you of sins can't pick you and doing. choose
2: what's a sin and what's are not you a kidding
0: sin, bro? me? Have you not heard Fox News <laughs> can absolutely <laughs> pick and choose what the fuck is a sin? <laughs> I know, but you they shouldn't if that's their thing. No, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying they do. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I, I can understand where he's coming from, but like it's not okay to push his views on you like that and yeah, I don't know. I just uh, like it It definitely is coming from an insecure place on his part yeah. where he's like, oh, I don't do it enough or something like that probably, which is definitely not the case by the sounds of it. So yeah, I like Sean's idea where you just tell him to go take a cold shower every time. <laughs> you said take a cold shower, right? You said yeah, we don't dude. have to have sex. You said we yeah. just take cold showers? Yeah. yeah, yeah take yeah. a cold shower. You're horny. I'm not. So go, go, go yeah. wash yourself off, you piece of shit.
1: <laughs> My <laughs> suggestion, go and on. One a- of
0: those cold shower days, he's going to be like, yeah. I can't take it. <laughs>
2: It's in the shower right now at this time.
1: <laughs> My suggestion is uh, try out long distance relationship. Guarantee you going to be right away. <laughs> true. That's true. Go on like a two week vacation or like, I don't know, go take an internship like across the country. John, where, like, where were go- you? Oh shit! I was I was
2: in Wichita. Send that like man K- to Kansas, her I send yeah. you to Kansas. <laughs> send that you man got, to Kansas for a summer.
1: You ain't got shit to do, boy. You gonna do it five times a day. If you need recommendations, I got categories in my head. <laughs> I got you, my god.
0: Not, not enough, cold showers in the world in
1: Kansas.
2: Nope. <laughs> what do you call it? We uh, that's another Patreon stretch goal. We we hit a certain amount of what? followers. John drops his uh. Is uh, what do recommendations.
1: Recommendation.
0: No, we do a live show in Kansas. The, the <laughs> weekly, the weekly watch. Weekly, yeah. Watch list. What is this? Shots oh, and God. thoughts,
1: like <laughs> 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 what have you watched this week, guys. Weekly recommendations.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's just John, John and his uh <laughs> browser history. Browser
1: history and oh, cookie could... mode with VPN all the time. So come on, VPN sponsor us because <laughs> I need it.
0: <laughs> God, so many sponsors we could have. I know,
1: right? So that is it for i know it's an extra long episode but i know the wikimaniacs love the the girthy episode so uh we did clear a lot of of stuff in the inbox so but the, that's which is not great. even it though not it so we still have this day in history but stick around after the ad break and you'll hear what happened this day in history of august of 2022 of august 2022 oh sorry <laughs> August 22. (laughs) I was like,
0: wait a second. I mean, that is the right year, but it's a wide. All right,
1: let me go back. Stick, Stick around after ad break and you'll be hearing this day in history that happened on August 22. Written by Cultivate's very own Alex Underbaki of Weird Distractions Podcast. Stick around and enjoy the ads. Wikimaniacs. It's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier,
0: plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
1: Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. Welcome back, Wikimaniacs, to This Day in History, a series where we take you back in time where we learn more things about this day throughout history. So today's date is August 22, 2022, and we're going to take a swing back all the way to the 1950s. On August 22, 1950, history changed for women's tennis. Althea Gibson from South Carolina would become the first black competitor in a US national tennis competition. Who was Althea, you might wonder? Well, for that, we'll have to go further back in time. Althea Neil Gibson was born to Daniel and Annie Bell Gibson on August 25, 1927. During the Great Depression, the Gibson family reportedly moved to Harlem, a neighborhood in New York City, New York. This is where Althea gained three sisters and a brother, as well as the proficiency of paddle tennis, and according to good Old Wikipedia, by the age of 12, Althea was dubbed the New York City women's paddle tennis champion. However, life for Althea and her family wasn't always so positive. Based on resources, her father was physically abusive to family members. A year after winning the Paddle Tennis Championship, Althea would drop out of school, mostly residing at a local Catholic protective shelter. By 1940, a group of Althea's neighbors began collecting funds to sponsor a junior tennis membership with lessons at the Cosmopolitan Tennis Club in Harlem. At first, Althea reportedly didn't like tennis, as accounts claimed she thought it was for weak people. Despite this, Althea kept practicing and playing. It didn't take long before she began winning other championships such as the 1941 american tennis association new york state championship althea would go on to win the girls division at the ata national championship and then by 1947 she won her first of 10 straight ata women's titles that's pretty damn impressive althea's successes were gaining attention and as the real life story goes she gained attention of walter johnson robert walter whirlwind johnson was the first african-american physician to receive practice rights at lynchburg general hospital in virginia and according to online resources walter was known as the godfather of black tennis as he founded an all-expenses-paid tennis camp for african-american children and hired instructors needless to say he was someone who had just as much invested in making a movement within the tennis world as althea was walter took althea under his wing Which granted her more advanced instruction and more important competitions and later to the united states lawn tennis association by 1956 althea won her only french singles title and the following year althea became the first black female athlete to win wimbledon from then on it seemed as though althea was on fire with every serve on july 21st of 1957 althea would be the first black person to win a major u.s tennis tournament Althea wasn't just an amazing tennis player. She was a singer, an actor, a writer, and the first African-American woman to join the Ladies Professional Golf Association tour. Althea's trailblazing efforts were often faced with racism, yet she always seemed to persevere despite sometimes being surrounded by bigots. She was once quoted saying, I always wanted to be somebody. If I made it, it's half because I was game enough to take a lot of punishment along the way." and half because there were a lot of people who cared enough to help me. Althea would then marry twice, not have kids, and release two memoirs. In the late 1980s, Gibson suffered two cerebral hemorrhages, followed by a stroke in 1992. These medical conditions ran Althea's money dry, to the point where she reportedly reached out to multiple tennis organizations requesting help, but apparently, none of them responded. It was when Althea's doubles partner, Angela Buxton, made others in the tennis community known of Althea's situation that they were able to raise a reported $1 million in donations in order to help Althea out. By 2003, Althea would suffer from a heart attack, which she did survive from. However, on September 28 of the same year, -year 76-year-old Althea would pass away from reported complications following respiratory and bladder infections. Although Althea is no longer on the tennis court, her memory will continue to serve as inspiration and that wikimaniacs is what happened on august 22nd 1950. today's striking historical moments wouldn't have been made possible without the following resources on this day website titled althea gibson wikipedia article althea gibson wikipedia article robert walter johnson and thought co website althea gibson quotes by joan johnson updated on july 3rd 2019. And as usual, thank you so much, Alex Underbaki, for writing the story. And now back to you boys to close off the episode. All right. So before we end the episode today, if you would like to submit your own story, head on over to our email at reddit on wikipod at no. gmail.com. Oh, what? No, John. Reddit. We have a red, subreddit for this now. Oh, yeah. Before, oh, <laughs> just kidding. Don't yeah, send it to our it. email. Send you it can. to our, you can, but you can <laughs> but also send it to our subreddit. Sean, would you like to plug the subreddit?
2: So many mixed messages. Josh <laughs> <laughs> just keeps yelling at John. Uh, yeah, John, do you want sub- <laughs> If you don't want to email us or join the Discord, we have a subreddit now reddit.com slash r slash Reddit on Wiki.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: You could have just said um, r slash Reddit on Wiki. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, like, I like the subreddit idea better, like submitting there, because then you can get, like, instant analysis from listeners. From, uh, and then, listeners, we and X, then yeah. when we're actually doing those episodes, we can read some comments that maybe listeners have that are, you know, probably better takes than ours. Uh, let's be honest. <laughs> the Discord is good for,
2: I would say, super, like, quick chats. But like the yeah. subreddit lets you have a post that, you know, make sure that we don't have to scroll through a bunch. We could just see what the post is on the story. Because so it I helps for that. Like if you want something with like if you want to highlight something specifically, you could put it on the subreddit. If you just want to chat, uh, I, I say the discord is is better
1: for that. Because I, I can't keep up with the request. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of requests, but it's good. It's a good problem to have. It's yeah. a good problem to have, truly exactly
1: yes so if you want to support us feel free to tell your friends leave a five-star rating on apple Podcasts or spotify if you want to see our handsome faces consider heading on over to our youtube channel and hit that subscribe button if you want your own story featured again sean plugged the subreddit so go ahead and do that and you can find all our info on our website at reddit on Wiki.com and our show notes and if you want to support us financially, head on over to our Patreon. Links are on the show notes as well. And we are now going to say thank you to our all our patrons, all 75 of them. Beautiful. God so damn. shout out to Vina, Linz, Gabby, Aaron, Taru, Alex, Valentina, Micah, Yulia, Katie, blu Christina, Dan, Phantom Fox, 98 Susan, Freenome, Sarah, Marianne, Miss Doolittle, Jasmine, Alexis, Michelle, Danielle, Crystal, Jen, Naya, Lena, Erika's, 689, Diana D, Catherine, Diana Andrella Kieran, Risa, Tiffany, Chantel, Maureen, Dominique, Amber, Carter, Corey, Solil, Elizabeth, Leanne, Jenny, Jen, Ekaterina, Mariana, D, Carrie Berry, Rachel, Dan, Paula, Ringo, Casey, Bingo. Caitlin, Alex, Megan, Sasha, Ashley, Nelly Itzel, Noah, Reed, Amber, Losolini, Sky, Andy, Eleanor, Ariori, Little Rosie, Kibra, Brittany, Haley, and Cecily. Thank you. Your contributions help keep the show running as well as supporting all the shows on Cultivate Network. By the way, patrons, use your perks. Use the messaging there to send us stories and we will prioritize what you send us by our way of saying thank you. And if you're a $10 patron and want Sean to send you private videos of him reading smut with nothing but a towel on, just let him know since money talks for my boy. <laughs> $10, like, $25, $25 or ten dollars pa- or $10 patron. Again, you, you guys know what the Venmo is. So that is it this week, Wikimaniacs. We will see you this Friday for another Am I the Asshole episode with two extra stories. So until then, Wikimaniacs, toodles. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.